Where you going, Keita? Right here. Right here, plug in. And in real life, in real life, in real life, in real life. So I want to say a pleasant good night to everybody. Um, Me, that's it. Just want to say good night to everybody. Again, a little break up there. Yeah, it's you stick up. My head moving, but you stick up. But we can. We can work. We can work. We can work. All right. Yeah, keep it moving, brother. You can hear me properly and everything, right? Yeah, we plug in. Yeah. So right. good night, everybody. I want to say a special good night. Um, uh, welcome to this week's episode of the Up and Tell podcast with me, your boy Kita. Kita two four six. My boy on the next end. Chad, Chad, the share. I'm my mom on the background making it all happen in Ramal, right? We'll push repeat. Big up Ramal. You know Big up Ramal. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So this week's episode, um, we are discussing the reopening of the country. Um, yeah. I know everybody has some pretty mixed views on it, and I yeah. really want the folks really to weigh in and say what is their take on it. Um, I know what my take is on it, and I have my questions in certain aspects, but... Uh, for your for your sake, guys. Um, good night. Uh, yeah. What's your tip, bro? Well, before we even get there, I got a special for somebody late break, Mar. Lord, I want, I want to start replaying. It's called Rice Bar. Rice Barbados. It wasn't easy coming from the bottom. Yeah, but I'll find your way at the top. Rise, last Barbados. Yeah, don't start, don't start. I know. We done with that here. My take on this is this evening. I want everybody to be as uh, interactive as possible. This is obviously a topic that we could not, quote unquote, prepare for with facts and figures because it is something that is very new to the island. It's actually never happened in. I think the history of Barbados, to be honest, uh, opening after a pandemic. So reopening after a pandemic. Reopening, yeah. Uh, so, so everything is basically going to be opinionated. It's going to be based on how you feel, how I feel, how we all feel as a society. There's really no right way or wrong way to, to approach this particular subject. So we definitely want everybody to chip in let us know in the comment section how you feel about it and let me just get um uh, started with this thing but for me personally i still undecided kita i i i still a little you listen well there's the thing some people will believe that it's too early some people yeah. believe that we can open and do what we need to do mm. i say that I I on the fence about this one. You know, usually I the fella that I either choose a side, but yeah. this particular one I really on the fence because he, um we can't say yes it is too soon because we just actually got quote unquote COVID free and I put that air quotes and mm. you know we we sacrificed a lot we we um definitely were made we're made um, privy to some changes and some rules that we never ever had to go through ever in the history yeah. of, of Barbados. So it was very difficult to, to um, go through those particular protocols for our own 
personal safety. And then now we're looking to reopen to the wider world where we know that they don't have it under control. Like, for example, the United States, every day we're hearing like over 5,000 cases a day recorded and then kind of spikes, right? So it's very, it's very scary. Revert to what we were, what we were in before. But Correct. then there's the other side where Barbados is a very tourism dependent country. Correct. And we do need uh, people coming in and people getting involved with the island in order for us to generate income and for the economy actually to balance itself out. I know that whenever next mm -hmm. the, the central bank brings out a, um, an economic outlook, I know I don't I don't think that it can look too too pretty because as short as that time was that we were we were on lockdown, it was yeah. still a very long time for a struggling uh, developing country. Yeah, because so, if you look at if you look at the big countries and all the larger companies that are sh have shut down and so on right. because of COVID, how much branches of certain things shut down, it it show you a true idea of what is in store in the future. Um, I I me personally am not like I'm fifty fifty two because I ensure uh -huh. that we hope this can actually impact us. Um, financially, but at the same time, right. tourism is, as you grow up out here, tourism is key, tourism is key, and it's significant, because, for instance, like, I took a look at the dates and so on, uh, the country can reopen, right? Um, for instance, on the 12th, we reopened mm -hmm. it into Canada, right? Um, so we got a flight once a week on Thursdays and Sundays yeah. Um, yeah. From, from Canada, so, sorry, twice a week, Thursdays and Sundays from Canada, um, your Canada. Then we open it on the 18th to British Airways, and we're looking at Gatwick, and that's once a week at the moment, right? Um, on the 25th, right. no, a July, right, right. that's when the real test no coming from, which is the US, which is JetBlue, JetBlue from New York. That All is right. a big test. So, I'll read it there even more on okay. the 5th of uh -huh. August. Right? Uh -huh. This is the, the hardest one yeah. for me, it's 5th of August, Miami. Yeah, American Airlines is then coming oh, back. Oh my gosh. And you know Miami right now going true. What a game true. Yeah. And they were actually supposed yeah. to be the first persons to come to Barbados. They were originally then was supposed to come on the twelfth. They were supposed to come on the twelfth and uh -huh. sorry, second of July third. And you probably missed out if we could not based on that. But I mean Yeah, definitely. It's it's tough. Um uh -huh. I I really not sure. What is my take on it? I mean, I know they got protocols in place, but mm -hmm. they're the bit that this this verse is detected and not detected is my biggest fear based on these protocols. Right. Well, this is my thing. When you mentioned that we were we were considering the possibility of reopening to Miami. That in itself was a bit reckless, in my opinion, because Miami was one of the first states in the United States that yeah. that began that began acting like if COVID was no longer an issue because certain protocols, sorry, certain uh, curfews were indisposed of. Uh, yeah, even though um, here here in Barbados, yes, we had a stage two process and a stage three process of curfews being lifted or being eased or whatever the case may be we still as a community were responsible we still were taking the threat seriously 
But yeah. I remember seeing videos of on the like basement parties in Miami. Like you, like you would not believe nobody wearing a mask, nobody social distancing. So, so basically the United States is looking like the irresponsible child on the playground, so to speak. Because Canada, and I can tell you this, the Prime Minister had to actually write a letter to the to the um to Mr. Trudeau regarding uh-huh. access back to Canada to and from because Canada's borders are still closed and they're close to the to the United States especially. And then I also right. learned that the UK Which is, is carrying the same type of vibe towards the United States because like I said, the United States is being very childish, in my opinion, about the way that they are are dealing with the things and how they're enforcing people well, to really yeah. Because if, if you say A, you can say B. Because like for instance, in the US, like when they had the rioting and so on for the Black Lives Matter, you you see how few yeah. people were actually wearing masks, right? A lot of people were wearing right. masks. And, we knew that that was spread like welfare, and we knew that the figures that they projected were not the true figures. So basically, right. like, all right, you ain't testing anybody. So obviously, the figures are going to increase if you're not testing anyone. So now, right. when people start getting tested and what's not, and we see a whole high number going up to, it is it is actually worrisome. So why right. did today, right? Well, I was thinking like, because it was bothering me last night. I I, I agree. I I thought about the borders opening back and. The impact that can have on Barbadians as it is, because everybody here is saying technically no. Oh, we we are zero people. We still wear the mask. We taking it easy. People walk back outside and relax and enjoy themselves. Right. And get partying and that sort of thing. We ain't got to crop over, but we want to enjoy ourselves. We working hard. We this is the toughest year for for some people, yeah. and you right. know people want to enjoy themselves. But at the same time, when the bars open back. The procedures and stuff that are getting put in place are very, 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 very tight. Like there's no room, there's no there's no room for errors in, in, in these procedures. So it's like you have uh-huh. to get it every single thing. And even there it will be some situations where you may you may get it right, but it still may not turn out like how you expected it. Because of right. how how difficult it is in some aspects to track this virus. Yeah. Well the, the fact of the matter is is that when we look at it, it's not like we are going to be seeing like maybe 50 people walking through the airport. This We can start to see hundreds of people, Kita. And the reality is, is that you have to be realistic. You can't expect that people won't find loopholes or something won't come back as negative. But then it turns out that it, it, it was actually positive. And, you know, because we are humans, we make mistakes. We, we, we have an error system within us that it is not quantifiable. It just happens. And the reality yeah. is, I personally feel as if the, this entire year should have been scrapped, in my opinion, in terms of travel. You, you already but, but But the reality is, we, and we got to look at the reality, we are a small island. We are dependent on these these bigger countries Martin, traveling to us yeah. to spend their money and create yeah. foreign exchange for us because unfortunately we don't manufacture anything. We don't create cars. We don't we right. don't uh, create um, anything other than rum. So uh, rum is not enough to sustain this this island yeah. and its bills. So we have to reopen. This is a reality. This is a harsh reality because. But what I like too about our people is the fact that we are still practicing 
social distancing, we still practicing the sanitizing of hands, we still practicing the wearing of masks. So even when these people start to come in, it is going to even further enforce what it is we already doing on a day-to-day -day basis. Because if it was that the prime minister got on the on the radio, not radio, the TV has said, oh yeah, we COVID free, so I want to go back to normal. It will be very difficult for people to then revert to wearing masks, sanitizing the hands, and social distancing after a prolonged period of time. You know, it's like when you when you work for a whole year and you get two weeks vacation, and then you go back to the job, you don't know who to get the job do. It's like that. So we have to recognize that these protocols need to continue. And if anything, we actually need to enforce them a little stronger because it is going to get a lot more treacherous going forward when we reopen our borders to these bigger countries that we depend on for foreign exchange because of tourism. So uh, there was something there was something that I but wanted to right? highlight. Uh, but ahead, the, thing is, right? the thing is, right, like, all right, the protocols and stuff put in place, right? Um, uh, for instance, like, they didn't really, I, I, I didn't take, or I'm not sure if anybody in the comments know if there is a date for Car Caribbean travel, which is technically deemed low risk, right? Um, uh -huh. but for instance, from like the countries that we've been pretty much exposed to though, going forward with the, with the flights coming in from the 12th, uh, for instance, like Canada, I looked at their rates and how much deaths they had and so on. And that could be very... Um, depressing to look at the death yeah. rate and so on. But at the same time, all right, for instance, when you come in from Canada to the bar, you know, right? You might understand that the process is 72 hours prior to your travel, you're supposed to get a test, right? right. Um, if you don't get a test, you're supposed to be tested at the Grand Island International Airport, right? Uh -huh. So um, the testing and what you go through is. It's, it's important, but I try to figure out what is the middle ground of what the tests are going to be like. So, you can get tests at in Canada, you can get on the plane, you got to wear your mask the whole flight. You got to wash your hands yeah. well before you go on the flight, wear your mask the whole flight. But at the same time, like, if you test positive, or if you test negative there, and you get here, and your symptoms technically a little different or change, what is going to happen? So based on what the government has put out in their um, guidelines and so on that I would have shared with you earlier the week and so on, it says that, well, you're going to walk through this machine that they have, I guess, brought in. That's supposed uh -huh. to be like a scan or whatever. Um, if mm -hmm. not, that, I know you're going to be quarantined for 24 hours, right? Um, after that 24 hours, then um, is there another test that you have to go through um, if your conditions remain the same or, or if they differ or like I, I, I look less and I really trying to get some help in that great area for me. Yeah, yeah. I was I was trying to to get some feedback from some people who would be more privy to the information. But truth be told it is being kept close to the chest regarding what you have just said because basically what you said was what was sent out in the the little pamphlet allows yeah. people to know how the protocols, how the moves going forward are and how we are welcoming and reopening the borders to the outside world. And it is very, to be honest, it, it felt kind of short, if, if that makes sense to you. To me, yeah. it didn't feel as if we yeah, had like these really specific things going on that 
every oh. aspect and every issue and every contingency plan could be could be recognized in the event or so in the event this happens this is the contingency blah 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 it was more like okay if the person tests negative then this happens if the person tests positive this happens if the person refuses to take the test before departing their country this happens so to me that's just like a very superficial point of view it's not very detailed it's not very specific about how they would how they would go about um containing this issue in the event now let's say somebody's test came back negative but then it was some kind of mixer and it was actually positive but that person was was allowed to go and mingle in the in the community the society of barbados how are we going to deal with something like that you know yeah, what i'm saying so, like contact tracing and that sort of thing right right so there was nothing there was nothing that that was um explained in in totality about that but i do understand that we could possibly think about every problem from a to z and then you're still going to get a a unique scenario that you right, could right, not have prepared right, for sure. and then you're going to just be on the so, play work on so the play it's just one chat i mentioned earlier that the nas ain't got us our money so we definitely got to reopen that's another force my hands or yeah. situation because Right. You can't pay everybody on employment for all this thing when they went on employment then what we can do right right so uh, i mean yet again it comes down to the the reality check that we do need to reopen the island because capital needs to be foreign exchange needs to be plugged back into the society because right. look sure. at if I, I just i i just even saw janine good night janine uh signing yeah. into the chat and, and janine is a part of the hotel industry and that is an industry that has right and that has come to a complete halt at this point in time so they still got a lot of people home not working or if they are working they're not, not being paid the entire amount obviously because the, the you know the the people can't afford to pay the regular salaries which is understandable no i was saying uh, as it pertains to the hotel sector we gotta look at how much people right now are jobless or not making right. money based on the fact that the airport is shut. So we could look at hotels, right. we could look at cash mm -hmm. we could look at right. we could look at all sorts of things. Even the red caps. Yeah, the airport, guys. The, the, the guys right, right. No, tell you so. But, but even the fellas that work the airport, they can't be working right now. Exactly. And they gonna film me. And Jonathan, and Jonathan, Jonathan is actually. Uh, uh an individual that works at the at the international airport and mm -hmm. you know he was he, i remember having a conversation with him and and he was stating that uh it was first it was july then it no it was pushed back to september i know even jonathan is saying taxi taxi main auto work too because yeah, there's because only so many places that that locals won't go you know what i'm saying correct and rental companies you name it and they, right. they and they got right. all trickle down yeah, to definitely to the, so we see businesses crazy well and we talk about it and i guess in a short term last week when we see some craze for help from particular businesses where they're offering special rates to locals and what's not to try to make up for the shortfall but inevitably based on covid things are going to go way left and we we can't we can't just sit around here and say well you know get the world ease up because no one knows when the world is technically ease up or 
can't right. the difference. The world will never be the same again. That's my interpretation. The world will never be the same again. So, I, I, I agree with you there hundred percent. I agree with you hundred percent there because this is this is an unprecedented situation that has cascaded across the world. It's something mm -hmm. that we, we have never seen. We've never seen um uh, before with um Lamel is saying taxi men want to charge thirty dollars from town to Warren's <laughs> era. Well, I, I don't, I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know what is considered a fair taxi fare to be honest, because well, you know, as a local, I never really used to use the taxi, so I don't know what what that what that would be. We have well, to learn to live with it. I, I can say that. What are you talking wrong. about, uh, Jonathan? I, I can say it don't sound fair, but at the same time, um, a lot of taxi men on on declare right now, and most taxi men in Barbados don't own the vehicles that they drive. Most of them lease the vehicles oh. from. I want to go pay the person. Where you see now? Where you see you, know, you you giving me some you giving me some information that I I mean yes it's something that I would have known or heard of but I wasn't thinking about it from that perspective, you know. But yeah. but I I guess based off of what we are seeing here right now, it is safe to say that we got open. <laughs> like <laughs> we're really in a two ways about it. We got open yeah. this place because when you think about it. Players like the the not USA, the UK and Canada yeah. have the economic growth and power as well as influence to state we are not opening our borders to XYZ people because we see a responsibility in your communities, we see a responsibility in your countries, and we are not exposing our own to that. And they have the economic the economic um power to do those things but unfortunately Barbados does Barbados does not so we ain't got that kind of size or playership to to force bigger countries into submission you know Correct. what I mean these answer to them they don't answer to us so Correct. the reality is that's also another dynamic you gotta remember the IMF gave us a whole bunch of money the other day for the election and everything when when um the prime minister went forward for uh the consolidation of things and if the USA says you guys are gonna open XYZ time, you better believe that XYZ time is the time, but we're gonna open. So don't don't even fool your foot. You had said something. I say one. I want to address a comment. I want to address a comment. I just seen the okay, chat too. Go ahead. Where, I, let where me write someone, it down so I don't forget. Where someone says there's actually some there's a document that gives the fares that are supposed to be charged. But most don't follow it. So you think what that oh, document, right? You think what that document. Well, it depends because it depends on if it's like a your report tax, seriously report tax, because there's a document that is published that is for mm -hmm. individuals from the airport to anywhere in Barbados, and that's for the airport taxis to follow. Then there's a document from the seaport, and that's for the seaport mm -hmm. taxis to follow. But the average taxi man on the road who right. is not working from right. these areas. Or for instance, some hotels have documents that are set prices from a hotel to any area, and that's the hotel area, and that's what you want to work with. But but if you get the average taxi man on the streets who don't have right. who are just hustling or whatever, trying to get right, right, he can he right. can call for whatever whatever number you want. So if you go in town, okay. if you go in town, are you good right there opposite um Damon's down on the bottom of Broad Street? And you talk to one attachment on there, you call, ask, listen, they're going to call the figure. They're in a document there that I can see mm -hmm. that they can right. charge you. They can estimate a price, or you are reasonable with them to see what's the best price you could be. And they don't tell, but that's tough. Right. But 
You know, but so is is either you take it or you leave it. Yeah, uh, what we're saying before, <laughs> as it pertains to the um, your report, is like the testing has done at your report. It mm-hmm. it is an interesting process to put it all way because like you could test and decide that you're gonna reside in quarantine with the government, which is free. You know, it's not. Um, uh-huh. Or you can test and reside at. Uh, I can't remember how you use a very fancy word for it. Um, in a hotel or something? A satellite testing hotel. Not a hotel. A satellite, like a satellite testing, testing hotel. hotel. Okay. Right? But okay. For $200, right? For that, $24, $24 for $200. So, $150, sir. Sorry. $150 US <laughs> dollars. <laughs> yeah, US dollars. But, you know, but the thing is, well, doing all this is like, it is costly and it is, has to be a cost to Barbados as for front end and the government to do all these tests. Like these of tests course. are free. This, it might be yeah. free to the, the purchasing, the purchasing of the test is not the purchasing of the testing not kits free. are not free. Not free so, at all. So I don't know I don't know where they're getting this from when it is that, you know, in the initial stages it was very difficult to acquire them. You remember the states was was actually taking away or confiscating people's uh respirators and yeah. testing kits and all kind of things so where the sudden influx of these tests now come from you know what i mean I, but i tell you that the united states is acting like a bully acting like a child on a playground that just want they want the ball for themselves you know what i'm saying they they are a powerhouse they are a bully so and even to go a step further to something that we really sometimes don't even think about if the players don't reopen like you gotta remember their embassy is gonna be closed. So that means then that that the persons who are here that are obviously of uh US citizenship, as well as this fact that you know get attaining visas is a is a money venture for them. because yeah. uh, that's how I see it. It's definitely something uh, that's that, into but, their yeah. mm-hmm. well, I, I looking at it from a what? civilian point of view. You understand? I know you might have information or knowledge that i may not necessarily have but for me i see it as like uh, uh something that that pulls money away from the island into their economy as well because you gotta remember it's not only the barbadians that go to that embassy other yeah. caribbeaners yeah. that yeah. don't I mean, have embassies in their in their territory so to be honest, is something that I believe is just one of those things that is like a is a money is a money thing. Mm-hmm. And, so, I, and, and if and I know the percentage of people that go to the embassy or whatever um, that get declined is is really high. That's the that's the sad thing yeah. about it. But yeah, uh-huh. so I, I actually didn't even think of it from that perspective from the U.S. embassy end. But I was thinking more. I was just maybe focusing on like foreign exchange. So like uh-huh. how how we can actually make money if our hotels and our sectors of that area are not operated. I mean, I know a lot of people at home hotel. My mother is working at a hotel, you know what I mean? My mother at home since March. Right. And right. that that is rough. And for these it people is. you can't afford or rely on and I guess some people only get two checks so far and they're home for four months, you know what I mean? So it is right. it is tough. And you you are at the mercy of the NAS of when you can get your money. So you know, I ain't saying that the people like NAS and basically I know they're gonna be real busy right now. All this stuff going on, people gonna be confusing them, calling them twenty four seven, and ringing off the ears. 
based on everything that's right. going on. People, people want the money, but at the same time, um, <laughs> we got we have to we have to make some effort to open back. I know it might be difficult. Yeah. I know it might be difficult, and they got certain. No, might me. It can be difficult. It definitely can be difficult. Well, you know, it's always difficult at the beginning with the adapting phase. Mm-hmm. But I believe that after after a period of time of us following these protocols, we will get accustomed to them. Yeah, uh, things hopefully ease up at some point in time. But at the moment, I know it has to be difficult to adapt to the new conditions. But my heart goes out to hotel workers and people in the tourism sector. Um, mm-hmm. Whether you're poor, you taxi guys, taxi drivers, um, the, the folks that work at the hotels, the catamaran folks, the right. folks that work at the tour companies and so on. But it, it is difficult because these people are home. And hotels right now, I ain't care what communication special, I ain't care what staycation special that people give you, regardless of the amount or what's not, they cannot sustain on staycation specials alone. Yeah, of course not. I mean, but in any case, what average Beijing got money for staycations at this point in time? We already got money for supermarkets, bro. So, as you said, that is like, I guess that is something to spark uh a restart in a sense for the hotel industry but as you said it is not sustainable because families barely as you said barely getting barely get two checks for over four months so how can people sustain uh, a household and Mm -hmm. then also inject it into a hotel industry correct but definitely definitely uh good point we need to look also as well outside of the u.s as it pertains to tourism. I know I'm not saying that the US is not praying for tourism, but we gotta focus mm-hmm. on maybe the European market, the Asian market. These are markets based for tourism because like um look at the US right you now. Let's say that we didn't open back to the US right now, right? Based on their high high uh-huh. nature right now, right? But how are we targeting the other ter- ter- territories that we should like the most tourists that come to Barbados usually come from the US. Then it's followed by the English, then it's Canada, and so on. But we need to break that cycle. We need to, even the playing field, we need to market more in areas outside of the US. Yeah, the US is You know, that is something that I don't think Barbados has control over. That would be more like an airline type of type of territory, you know. Uh, yes, we can trade yeah. the plane ways to make ourselves more marketable in terms of price ranges and affordability and that sort of thing. And they all for it. I think if wanna if wanna learn anything about me is that I am for the indigenous nature of our country. And, yeah, and Rico made a very a very good point about uh, we offering people Italian food as opposed to the local dishes. This is something that we always talk about. Where that the where everything for Barbadian tourism should be indigenous to Barbados. I don't see why that even people like farmers and stuff does be crying out that nobody is purchasing their their stock. So, as far as they're concerned, but, 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 they concerned, they should recall, be the first people that we go to. 
Jonathan already the point. Jonathan already the point. Uh, yeah, sorry to cut you off, but already the point. Yeah. That with regards to Chinese market, like there are some people in China I've never even heard of Barbados or even seen a black person. And doing uh, markets that we should be really looking to target. Um, recall also no made a point which by into what we were speaking about before of Barbados not exporting things, um, manufacturing things, and he spoke about medical marijuana, and I mean that uh -huh. was my money mostly today, mostly today, and. Uh, bro. But maybe just marijuana, but medical marijuana was was part of yeah, what it was today. Let me tell you something. Let me say something to you and the whole of Apinsaya right now. You see, um, that that medical marijuana or the actual production of marijuana situation, I yeah. can guarantee you, I don't know anybody in these circles because I'm not one of those people. As an average civilian, just like anybody else in this chat here right now. But I can almost guarantee you that whenever marijuana becomes a, a, a portion of our of our uh, GDP and it becomes something that people can get involved in in terms of producing and manufacturing and reselling to overseas yeah. places, it is going to be for the people who have money, for the people who have land, for the people who have access to startup capital, that they can go on a big scale, because so, you, so what you're saying is that because when they, money listen, and make money from it, of course not, of course not, Peter. If the average man was always allowed to, to get himself out of a situation, more things would be in place for people to be rising up out of poverty, though. The reason why I believe the reason why that Barbados is still behind on medical marijuana. Um, being allowed, as you know, Jamaica done legalize it, Trinidad done decriminalize it. It is because they have to put things in place that when it does roll out, it is way above the average Joe's ability to attain licensing, to attain whatever in order to be a part of that market. I I want to hear it here first. When I go take my word for it, just wait until the day it comes that um that it happens and i want to say something else too last night i was watching the news and i saw wilfred abrams talking about um the the headline the the caption for his statement was barbados light and power monopoly coming to an end because he was saying something about that they are going to be allowing people to create and generate electricity in the island and then you know they will become a player and the monopoly of that will no longer be long to barbarous lane power but it says barbarous lane power monopoly comes to and then and then my man said oh well the well the uh distribution i think barbarous lane power are still going to be holding the monopoly on that i believe it so you all just not said that you got in so how they're still holding the monopoly and the and the caption says that it's supposed to come to an end what well, is like the people just joking shit and remote and telling me that it's Charlotte big man and I could tell you straight who it is that's the person that's going to spearhead that that uh, situation that is going to be quote unquote end of monopoly it's going to be the Williams family because I have seen Williams creating the um you know the what you call them the farms the solar farms there's a solar farm in what's that place Clifton Hill there's one that just uh, opposite BRC Coming from um, where you call there you now, uh, the hill. Where you call that hill there you now? The near, the near here beating me is terrible when it comes to near the roads. Um, I need to try. What do you mean? 
my my when you coming from Saint uh from Leicester Ball, Shop, Shop Hill? Secondary School, Shop Hill, Shop mm-hmm. Hill. There's one right there. If you you know where uh the the limitless performance, which is the um the CrossFit place on yeah. your right hand side, you go no, no, towards no, no, the, no, no, right as as soon as you go left before you get to to uh, exactly opposite BRC, there's a solar farm there as well. And you see the big sign on it, Williams Industry. So all of these things has come down to a lot of scratch you by and and I scratch yours and all of that stuff. There, there is no there's no space for the for mm-hmm. the regular average job in these situations. We are always given this narrative that yes, things are going to change and things are going to become a lot. Uh, we can have an even playing ground. We can go a fair playing field. But that's really and truly not how it works. So well, I, I won't really hold I mean, most to the medical marijuana well, field other than to continue to perpetuate who already has the money in this country. Well, medical marijuana, uh, even outside of medical marijuana, um, other places have legalized marijuana for personal use. And right. they have created their personal strains of marijuana and have making profits from it. I mean, even if you look in the U.S., and uh, even in Jamaica, when people have their own strains that they ship out and so on, and it's 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 interesting to see how it starts and how much money you can make from it as an alternative. <laughs> but there, but outside of marijuana, there are other ways of manufacturing and exporting stuff outside of in Barbados outside. So we we uh-huh. don't only have to look at marijuana; we can look at uh, in other areas uh, where we can export on a bigger scale. But we we just yeah. focus on tourism. And that way me in the position we're in right now, where the airport yeah. is shut down. We have no income uh for change and in that regard trading um to Barbados and uh, we, we are in a pickle because we can't we can't score anything at the moment. No but, but let me be honest no. with you. Oh, okay, go ahead. Sorry, sorry about that. No, 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 you go ahead, you go ahead. Oh what what I was gonna say is we we are currently are always in a place where that we are behind the curve we are not having innovative thinking we are having or not having proactive thinking we are having reactive thinking because like, like let me show you a prime example of reactive thinking you remember behind um how this turning when you going in the direction that if you want to get to to market hill there was a long four cross back in the day that yeah. a lot of accidents used to occur. A lot of people lost their lives out there. And it was only when they decided that, all right, well, enough people did. Let me put, build a roundabout there. You know, recently, no, I saw it myself that they're putting stoplights out there by saying, hill, that four cross, that has been pretty dangerous out yeah. there. They finally get chance to, to deal with that. Well, the reason for saying that we are reactive, well, well, yeah, that's the reason why that I, I let some people know because everybody don't travel their roads. Yeah. But what I am saying to you is that we are a reactive society. We do not think proactively and we do not think innovatively because we always behind the curve with this thing. Tell me why we move from sugarcane being the number one um, creator of or generator of, of finance in the in the island to move over to tourism. And then we have not in the background world tourism was was the, the, the thing that gave me food. Why weren't we looking at other avenues and exploring other avenues to create and generate um, money so that we don't have to depend on anyone, anyone um, dynamic to create and sustain our own country? You understand what you're saying? And yeah. it, it is it is very it's very 
what's the word you're looking for? It's, it's so heartbreaking when we see a situation like this occur. It basically took COVID to show us that we are moving too like scantily. We ain't moving like if we really developing, you know. We like that word, or oh, we're a developing country, but we are not showing these people that we're looking to develop because we still depending on everybody for some contribution for this island to stay afloat, literally. So how can how can we move away from this? We gotta get the youngsters thinking. We gotta get the youngsters involved in coming up with ideas, innovative ideas to get money coming to this island outside of tourism. Because as far as I'm concerned, the older people who hold in all these positions for 15, 20 years ain't doing nothing. All they're doing is recycling the same protocols in different packaging and giving it back to the people. So the same way how DLP, BLP, the pan DLP, but this, all they're doing is recycling the same manifesto crap and giving it in a, in a fancier box that, that a little longer this time rather than taller. That's all it is. Mm. So I don't buy into I don't buy into this thing. As far as I am concerned, we need innovative thinkers. We need innovative minds working on finding ways to make us more viable to ourselves. Well, the way you, you say innovative minds, right? And I understand, and I get you, bro. Like I respect that one hundred percent. But the same innovative minds that we are speaking of at the moment, seeing how things are the way they are right now. Let us think of innovative ways to make this COVID thing work for us. COVID is, I mean, COVID is bad, yeah, it's the disease. Ain't the innovative though. Ain't but innovative. This thing, we are going to learn to we live gonna with look, this. Like, we're going to look at the positives in the situation. We're going to look at what we can make work for us. The innovative minds can help make mm-hmm. or develop technology to assist with COVID in Barbados. Uh, whether, it be, whether it be machinery or what's on to do detection or or help, help create stuff local. You know, we have a lot of creative money saying Barbados and the yeah. country reopening. Don't we get away from that? The country reopening and we need to be on regard. So, for sure. Canada, when, when July 12th is, the 12th is like, is this, is this uh, next week? That's next week. Yeah, today is the ninth. That's now basically three days for now, brother. Now we're trying to show you. So, it's like the 12th will be here just now, flight starting back. We gotta be able to We, I, I don't feel like we on your front foot right now to this tourism thing. Okay. I need okay. to know that. I need to feel that the country at a point where we have a strength, a strong process in place to combat COVID and and, and to still maintain a level of service to in, to encourage people to come back to Barbados after after they leave during this COVID period. Because, you know, people in right. COVID, everyone will be like, yo, this, this person from overseas. The person might not want COVID, but you know, be this. You know, be <laughs> I don't want the wrong, but yeah. they got COVID. We can't really worry anymore. We can treat the person as sorry because we think they got COVID. That's not, we still, we're not going to maintain the level of service that we would maintain on a regular day or right through uh. COVID. But we still gotta maintain a level of service to keep people coming out of Barbados. That's the thing. So we got we got to be ahead of the ball. I don't feel uh-huh. right now to be ahead of the ball for the reopening. I don't have a problem with the country mm-hmm. reopening, put it that way, because I know that we desperately need the country to reopen for so right. many factors to, 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 to profit, but we des- we definitely, definitely need to be ahead of the game. Because once uh-huh. we put 
and you know close <laughs> environments is. You know close environments is. And yeah, we, we would just get away from quick, that's all. <laughs> if if we really don't if we really don't do it, like like you were talking about the deaths in Canada. Peter, the deaths in Canada is like a drop of water entering the ocean because they have millions of people. So you yeah. know, like if if for example, five thousand people was to then a Barbados, so am I we can feel that hard? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we will feel it hard. So so for us, those numbers are what we definitely need to avoid. And in order to avoid it, we need to have proper protocols in place to protect ourselves as as individuals of this society, because we gotta understand, we did the hard work, we made the sacrifice. And we pulled ourselves through it without any assistance from abroad. Well, well, I don't let me say that. That you know, the 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 it was the Colombian nurses that came in and they did. No, really not Colombian, not Colombian, not Colombian, Cuban, 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 Cuban. All all speak Spanish. So when done, right? So when done. Uh, my apologies, the Cuban, the Cuban nurses. <laughs> You know, you won't bring, 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 you won't what we need to do now more than ever is recognize that this is a brand new a brand new um a brand new level think of it as like a as a video game it's a brand new level there's mm -hmm. a lot a lot of unknowns they're gonna go a lot of unknown unknowns and unknown unknowns i don't know if you yeah. get that reference that come from offer um uh what the picture you know i can't remember my look my brain like a second like my but the we have to mentally, physically prepare for the for this situation that's going, this brand new situation that's going to be upon us in a matter of days. This is literally the last weekend before the country reopens. Yeah. And it, it is going to take on a brand new scale and perspective based off of um, a whole bunch of people from countries who are still dealing with the pandemic coming into our, our borders. And speaking on borders, we also need to remember that the prime minister's move regarding the cruise ships when everybody else had their borders closed was strategic, right? Yeah. right. So we got to try to figure out because, you know, I believe that that was to buy some goodwill and to get Barbados yeah, on the for a lot of them it ships. Was, it was, it was for, smart uh, for when the season picked back up. There's the thing here now. But there's you know the thing mean? here now. This is the thing here now, Keita, because we have all had instances personally. I is a man that I like to look at things from a regular perspective rather than far out. So rather than we look at it that way, let me look at it as, as, as how you and they are friends. Mm. You were saying no, Kita, what child man saying wrong my vehicle, I want I need to borrow yours. And I will tell you, all right, no problem, Kita. You don't know you could you could handle things. You get the vehicle. But then no, you vehicle start back out and you good to go get back money. Then mine give a problem. And I said, Kita boy, you'll never believe this thing here so happened. And I need to borrow your car. 
there's no guarantee that my good gesture and my goodwill will make you give it back to me. So we have to hope that this goodwill mm -hmm. gesture that we did turns into money. You but understand? We're going to hope it turns into some physical dollars. I framework, I put in that in the atmosphere because I tell you what, life and death, uh -huh. and when you are desperate uh -huh. and you have nowhere to go, then it's the people you remember. I sure when you were in a very, very desperate, in a very, very desperate spot, and uh -huh. you were having to go and somebody help you or assist you in any way, that person you remember because that was a good experience. And Barbies give a lot of people good experiences <laughs> in regards to that, right? Um, Wait, you see that? Said should... dots. Yeah. <laughs> so, he said it was the bone dots, and he said it's a C word, or Mr. Rose said it's a C word, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> my man should have reason the carousel nurses <laughs> no, just forgive me for that one don't create the memes off of that one I beg one yeah I know they can create memes for sure but anyways but the the cruise lanes even yesterday the, the largest cruise lane in the world was outside the, outside the coast of Barbados that was a spectacle the largest cruise lane in the world was on our coast uh -huh. yesterday uh, I right. think that with the prime minister making that decision it will impact tourism going forward because uh -huh. i i i think it, i can't say for sure but i know that a gesture like that cannot go unnoticed or unseen and i think that that we should really applaud the prime minister for sure for doing that because uh -huh. i can see that in the future as being a a big tourism earner because look at all these other places that they're supposed to be their so-called allies and and some of that said no nah, though you can't come over here I see Mr. Rose Queen saying, I waited to see how we're going to enforce our protocols, especially with people saying their human rights getting infringed upon. Well, let me tell you something, Mr. Rose Queen. Ten minutes, Yeah, yeah, they're going to need to left over here. If, if it is, they can't come in and follow the protocols, they're going to left over here because the, the truth is, like I was saying before, the US, the UK and Canada formally said that they're allowing no Americans in, right? Even though that we all know that, just like how they say, they got Beijing in every country. You don't know they got go America, an American almost everywhere. Yeah, for sure. They have the they have the clout, the, the power and the influence to do that in terms of saying that, oh, when I need to follow, we don't mind letting them in, but when I got to follow our protocols, I believe that we need to do the same because at the end of it all, yes, we want one to come in, but we don't want want to come in and kill Vido. So yeah. all of the protocols are left about here. It's really that simple. I, I don't see it as being nothing else. And if people going out and seeing these foreigners doing as they like, accost them. Report it. Some way. Is that you're wearing a mask? Report. You are reporting. Something. Right. Something that's that it. I don't know if that's the right protocol, but I gives the I gives the down here so says something that's true because when I don't know if you remember when the when the uh, curfew went off in the sea in terms of you know the six to nine and then the four thirty to six, the four to six thirty thing. When mm -hmm. that was I think that was the Monday it came back in or no the Tuesday. So the Tuesday mm -hmm. I went to the beach and I saw those those cruise ships and I was like yo. Because so look so sweet, and, and, but they look like a, and the background didn't look real. You yeah, know, because too... because of how far it is, how far the cruise ships are, because they're huge, you know. Yeah, and and it'll look like if it was a like a painted background. Painting. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's look, it's look like a sight. It's look like a sight to behold for sure. 
Correct. So I, I just Correct. might base off of these comments. I got scroll down. Correct. We we allow them to know just like everybody else that you got a chat. So if you decide you come in, can't disrespect the order, pat them back to them. <laughs> Where I like, uh, I like all these people. Nice but don't violate, don't, don't disrespect. Like, I mean, but we also can't be, as locals, we need to enforce the hand washing, remind everybody to wear a mask, and, you know, the usual protocol that we have in place. Uh, we know yeah. we got key our social distance, but at the same time, offer consistent service. I don't get as though you're scorning a person. That way, trying to say earlier, we cannot right. remember where it's right. Don't get okay. scorning a person. You know what I mean? Uh, we got tourism is still everybody's business. Our business. Let's play our part. Correct. Correct. Tourism so is everybody's business. For this hour, yeah. Tell us what we tell us what we. But what I'm saying to everybody. But what what I can tell everybody is we need to recognize that this is for everybody to be involved in. We cannot play that role of oh I saying nothing to them because nobody is calling my name. We need to to be our brother's keeper. And when I say our brother's keeper, I mean of Barbados. So when the people come in, you know like how we just ease the rules or bend the rules to please them because they are spending money. We can't afford to do that right now. We gotta let them know. Listen. I Yo. understand that y'all coming from over there where this don't happen, but here in Barbados, this is how we yeah, do it because know. this ain't a joke thing. And you talk to them and let them know, and you know, and think it or nothing. Or whatever, but you need to understand. You need to understand. This is the reality of what's going on right now. You exposing um, uh, lives to possible loss with your ignorance so you need to sort out yourself things like that is what we need to do and that reminds me of the video that i actually saw this evening of that situation with the boy that they say is is carbon son when the, the guy was littering on the beach or something so. because we know that that's another that's another story for another time and right. that's a, yeah. that a whole bag of words you on know, that so, you know you know we will talk about that another time I get into no racism. 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 I get into no we still gotta welcome the tourists, we still gotta keep the surroundings clean, we still gotta do all that. And we need the tourism set back for sure for this country to even take another step further. Um continue yeah. to wash continue to wash your hands, continue to wear your mask, social distance, all of that. But I just want people to know that please and I this I probably saw like a stat record, but tourism is everybody's business. Everybody's business. Let's play our part. For and sure. Help them to remember and help them to remember another thing. There is never dull, never dull, never dull moment in Barbados. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, well, we gonna tell them. We gonna make them come back and have a good time and everything, but just respect the order of how things go. And before I we go that we can be all right, man. We're recording. You, you said before we go, um, um before we wrap up, where are the nurses from Curacao, right. Colombia, or Cuba? Cuba. 300. <laughs> 
Oh, I can let record you say so dangerous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so dangerous. You might say we in Barbados start we in Cuba. So <laughs> when they the men let go, I don't want to talk, boy. We're gonna get nah, something when the door let go. Nah, <laughs> man. But all in all though, I I I I at the beginning of the conversation, it didn't draw it didn't dawn on me like all the different aspects of people who were out of work and uh-huh. it no dawn on me like how much different aspects will come back to work based on tourism. I know the first couple of flights may be shaky because you don't know what people on your flights. We know go get climatized interacting with people that are coming back from coming from overseas or coming back from overseas. People right. get quarantine. You might see somebody at a hotel or institution that you see the white van or the van pull up and carry it away from both there and you go out normal. You can't be panicking. Right. You no, know, and it's, it can take a little while to get justice. So I just hope that things pan out the way that we really want them to pan out and and that things consistently, <laughs> and we got to be consistent with the level of service as well as mm-hmm. our, from our end as a Beijing to protect ourselves against anything that could happen. Well, I got a lot of, I got a lot of trust in the Barbadian community. Like I said, we beat this thing before by, by doing what we had to do for each other, for ourselves and for each other. And I know that the resilience of the Barbadian community is going to, to show itself again. And we are going to be able to adjust to what we have to adjust to because we knew, we all knew at some point in time, the government had to reopen the borders because they we are doing on cuts. such a thing. Yeah, big up, big up, Trident Cuts book there. So yeah, man, number one sponsor. Um, and you can be a sponsor so, too. Yeah. Call us or email us or DM us on AG at Up Inside you, or you can use our email address, mm-hmm. upinsidia at gmail.com. But I think we can wrap up now because we got like two yeah. minutes left. Fashion over, give me a call. Yeah, I, I ready to wear some fashion over Fashion clothes, over men's, fashion over men's. Yeah. I got, I was working for my poses, and I think, you know, like, I mean, you're yeah. and then went in the background. So, yeah, so, yeah. yeah I, know, I ready, I ready for the, for the photo shoots and everything. So, as you said, let me, yeah. let me, let me wrap Not up and yeah. let the people, let the people go and enjoy the remainder of the tours. Uh, you, you yeah. stopping one tonight, or are you going out? Yeah, it's not a curfew. Nah, it's not. Why do you like to stop one of I got, I got work tomorrow, <laughs> sir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, watching it. Good night, folks. Um, I hope everybody continues to see it. It's been a great episode. Right. If you have any queries, As any suggestions for the next episode, feel free to drop us a DM or email us right. up in at gmail.com or you can DM any right. of us on Instagram. My man, Chad, Chad Cheer, Kita, Kita246, Ramal, Pulpus Repeat, um, right. or the page, you can DM us. So, I just want to say a pleasant good night and I hope everybody continues to stay safe. Any for you, Chad? Yeah, man.